Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, June the 8th. We are rocking and rolling back in the studio for another episode. I am happy to be here. Thank you so much for listening, for the support, for the love, for rocking with us. We are episode 43, I believe. Wow, 43. I feel like we just celebrated episode 40. It's just the time is continuing, continuing to move on. So I just truly, truly thank you for rocking out with us. And while we're thanking people, I want to thank our sponsors, Better Help. It is an awesome, awesome platform, something that I was so excited to be aligned with for the reason, number one, which is for you guys. And that's the only reason, because I get asked a question so many times where do I find therapy? Where do I find counseling? How can I work through this? How are you doing so well? And my answer is do therapy. So I have partnered with BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and we are going to be able to offer online virtual counseling and resources for you virtually. You don't even have to leave your home. I know a lot of people feel hesitant. You feel a little uncomfortable. You haven't actually experienced therapy or counseling before. I think it's an amazing way to jumpstart and to jump into it. And this is the other part of it. If you use trybetterhelp.com forward slash the grief bully, guys, you are going to be able to get 10% off your first month. That is amazing news. They also offer financial aid. So they're definitely an organization that's there to help support you navigate, especially the times that we're all going through right now. I was so excited to be able to partner with them. So thank you so much, BetterHelp, for that. So let's get into this episode. I have been really posting some stuff on my social media, some questions, some quotes, things that have really hit home with a lot of folks. And there was one in particular that I thought and I was a little hesitant, like, oh, should I, you know, should I say this? Should I put it out there? What if people receive it this way or that way? And of course, you know me by now, I went with it because whenever I get those nudges and those pulls, I feel like there's a deeper, deeper reason and meaning behind that. And I have to roll with that. And so this, I promised that I would turn it into a podcast episode to just kind of further dive into it dive into my perspective and my personal experience with it. So this is the quote, if you have not already saw, if you were not on my social media, it is, your death triggered my abandonment issues. Your death triggered my abandonment issues. Whoa, I had to give you a second to pause. The feedback that I received from that was like, "Woo, wow, sheesh, things like that. And a lot of times when I put these quotes out, it's what I'm thinking, it's what I'm going through. But at that moment, I wasn't necessarily feeling those emotions as far as feeling abandoned. But what I do is I take time to actually sit 
and reflect and listen to my grief and see what my grief has taught me and what I have learned and how I can articulate and put this out there for you all. So to break this down, and I put also on the post in the caption that this was more specifically when I lost my grandmother, which I know could be interesting because I lost my father, which is apparent, and that can make you feel that way. But I talked more about it in therapy and counseling with my therapist when it was with my grandmother's loss, which if you don't know, my grandmother passed away March 15, 2016. When I was growing up, I, I was, I don't want to say like a grandmom's girl, because even when I was an adult, <laughs> I was a grandmom's girl, but I loved my grandmom dearly. And she was a peace for me. She was a safe haven for me. She was stability for me. So she was all those things when I was dealing with abandonment or rejection. You know, my dad wasn't there. Or, you know, my mom was going through this and even deeper layers that I'll eventually get into with you all. But for now, let's just talk about that. So my therapist, when I was sitting there and she was talking to me, she started asking me, you know, what did your grandmother mean to you? Why do you think you feel so out of control, so hurt, so broken? I mean, of course, it's sad when you lose a loved one. It's detrimental when you lose a loved one. But words that I was using was unsafe, unfamiliar. I feel like I'm in the world without a blanket on. I just I just don't feel that protection. And so I felt abandoned. And it triggered that in other areas of my life that I've felt that way also. And that can be scary. But at the same time, this is why I always preach and I always say we should be curious about our emotions. We should be curious about how we do and don't feel when certain things happen or come up in our lives. If you go from feeling unsafe at times in your childhood, this is me. Again, I want to always give this disclaimer I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I don't have those credentials. That's why, again, I'm excited that I partner with BetterHelp to help you with these things because I'm not equipped to do so. So I only speak on my podcast about my own professional experience, excuse me, not professional, my own personal experience when it comes to grief and loss. And so losing my grandmother, I remember exactly how I felt. I felt at that moment my life wouldn't be the same but I just I just felt such a I keep saying the word naked and unsafe and I felt that way. And so we were able to dig to the root of it is that when I was going through those issues in my life, abandonment, feeling lonely, feeling unsafe, life was unstable. She was consistent. She was consistent. She was my rock and she was there for me. And so when she died, I felt abandoned. And I have to admit, hi, my name is Jay Nicole and I have abandonment issues and I didn't really know that I had those because I'm a type of person that looks at my life like, listen, this is just how it is. You know, dad's doing this. Mom's doing that. This person is this. This is here. That's there. And OK, I'm going to love them no matter what. I'm going to be there no matter what. And so I've always been able to see the good in people. So I think me seeing the good in people all the time hindered me from seeing the broken parts within myself. Woo. Seeing the good in people so much hindered and prohibited me from seeing the broken parts within myself. And when I experienced the loss, it really helped me see that you've got some stuff to work through. 
you know, and I want that for you as well. Not that I want you to have pain and, and go through these losses and experiences, but we're stronger for growing through it. We're stronger for acknowledging what these things could be bringing up, what they could be triggering. A lot of people, I have heard them talk about feeling angry at the person who passed away, but I've never experienced the feeling of feeling angry at them or feeling mad that they died because I feel like they left me here. But now I do see how it it brought me back to a time in my life where I did feel unsafe and, and sad. And I don't know that I, that I ever really felt rejected in particular, but I know that I definitely felt unstable. Things weren't consistent and my grandmother was that. And so when she left, my safety net was gone and I felt lonely. And I would always say it was interesting to me that you could be surrounded by so much love. I have so much love in my life, so many good people in my life, but to feel so alone in a crowded space for your existence to be filled with love and for you to still be able to feel like that I I guess I would have to say that I, I I felt abandoned to an extent because what I touched on in my previous episodes was that I think that certain people give you certain love and for me a grandmother's love is like up there and so now that I don't have that I yeah, I feel abandoned. I feel like, man, like that's messed up. Like, why me? Why am I left without that? Why don't I have that? And I think also in those feelings of feeling abandoned or rejected, I I mean, excuse me, isolated and alone, I also think that envy starts to creep in where I start to be envious of other people who still had their grandmother or still have grandparents. Like, I don't have that. And so that was something else where I think, too, if you're a kid and you're looking at situations and you're like, man, that person has, you know, both their parents or they have this or they have that and you don't have that. And so for me to experience that in my adult life when I'm not a jealous person, I know that it was just deeply the, the deep root, the deep root of love was severed in the physical. Obviously, I believe that I still have their love with me and I'll still continue to carry that and keep that with me. But the actual physical existence of that person was no longer with me. And by that person, I mean my grandmother. And so that was something that I had to actually lean into and learn from. And I wanted to offer that in a lot of folks. And someone actually had another perspective, which I think that's going to also be a conversation. I mean, I'll touch on it now, but I, I it's not my experience. So I would love to hopefully connect with the person who brought this up, if they feel comfortable or get someone else on the show to elaborate and dig into this. But when I posted that quote, someone else said that they felt relieved, that they felt relieved because of the trauma, because of the mistreatment, because of, I guess, to an extent, right, the abandonment of that person's childhood or how a child should have been able to exist and live the mistreatment that there was relief in that death. And that's something that I have not touched on in 43 episodes. And I thought was a very interesting point that some people aren't really that sad when some people die. I think it's also, you know, where I think I don't know which rapper, maybe Tupac and please no one shoot me for this, that you can't cry for someone that you didn't know. You know, the coward wasn't there. You can't shed tears and that's kind of along the lines of that, where how do you feel that 
pain how do you feel that void like how does how do you even react and I was like whoa like she she really changed opened my eyes I told her that too I I commented back and said hey thank you for that perspective switch because I'm always speaking from the point that we're so hurt and broken that these people passed away and not in the sense of a person had cancer or illness and it you're happy that they passed away because they're no longer suffering but you're happy that they passed away because you're no longer suffering And that is something that has to be talked about. That is an experience that I'm sure that's a lot of other people and not just this woman's experience when it comes to grief and loss. And I want to dig more into that. Now, again, that's not my experience. So I've been completely broken and devastated and just hurt and wish I had more time with all of the people that have passed away in my life. So that's not my experience there. But I mean, I do. I do. If I'm if I'm if I'm being If I'm going to be 100% honest and transparent, I will say that when my grandmother passed away and my dad, because they were sick at the same time back in 2016, when my grandmother passed away and my dad, they both, I told this story before, but they both were in ICU at the same time in two different hospitals. And my grandmother passed away and my dad did not. He lived for three more years. So after that, at my wedding, my dad, like when I say he pissed me off, I mean, it, that's an understatement. It got really, it got really crazy. But I remember saying, I, why didn't you die? Like, why didn't he die? Like, I wish he died and not my grandma. And that was something that obviously I didn't fully mean. I didn't mean that. But what I meant was that you're here tormenting me, making a fool of yourself at my important day and she would never do anything like that. So in that moment, I did say that. I asked God to forgive me, and I did not mean that. And I'm thankful, obviously, I didn't want him to die. And it was very, very painful for me, and it still is, the fact that he did pass away. And we got through that moment. It's typical stuff, unfortunately, when you've had a lot of trauma and experience in your life. Some things just become, air quotes, the norm. But that's the only thing kind of close to that that I could say. But I've never felt like, man, because that person is no longer alive, my life is more relieved. So I do want to dive deeper into that, but we'll save that for another episode. Again, I'm going to continue to post these quotes on social media, continue to have these conversations and push the dialogue is very, very important to me to push the envelope for you to make sure that we are having the conversations that are needed, but that aren't being had. For that reason of not wanting to make people feel uncomfortable. And I want to make people feel uncomfortable so that we get to a place where we are comfortable in our healing and in our growth journey, because that is what this is about. It is only about that. And so we're going to keep doing that. Again, shout out to you all for following, for supporting, for sharing, for commenting. It's been amazing to just scroll and see one of my videos somewhere and, and I, you guys got to do better at tagging me too because you're not tagging me and sometimes when you're sharing and I don't see it and I'm only saying I want you to tag me so I can say thank you like shout out to you you don't have to do that and I appreciate you and I want you to know that you are being a part of a bigger mission a bigger purpose in life so thank you for that definitely please go to YouTube check us out subscribe write a comment all of that good stuff. Facebook, I'm on there too. But you know, listen, I, I'll, need, I'll be remiss if I don't, excuse me, go to our love and memory segment. 
And the reason why I say that is because I typically have people in mind, but I said during the whole time for COVID and coronavirus, all of those things, I want to always continue to send my love out to them during this time because it's been so many people's lives lost. So many people. I mean, my timeline has been, it's been insane and disheartening to see. So I want to continue to keep our in love and memory segment unless I have a guest about the people who unfortunately passed away and send our love out and, and our prayers out to their family. So that's our in love and memory segment for this week. I almost got out of here without saying it. And that is something that I've never done, but I wanted to make sure that we do that. Guys, I am your host. Please follow me on Instagram at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Till next time, you already know, love and light. Peace. Peace.